Hey there, it's your favorite podcaster coming at you with an amazing discovery. You know how frustrating it can be when you're trying to stream a 4K video only to have it buffer and buffer and buffer some more? Well, let me tell you, I found the solution. I recently upgraded to the Asus Zen Wi-Fi XD5 mesh system and let me tell you, my Wi-Fi has never been better. The setup was super easy and I love the flexible network naming. But what really sets this router apart is the Wi-Fi 6 technology and I can now stream all my favorite shows and movies in the highest quality without any interruptions or buffering. And the best part? The lifelong free AI protection keeps my network secure and my mind at ease. With the Asus Zen Wi-Fi XT5 I get super fast, reliable and secure Wi-Fi connections in every corner of my home. Now I can finally work play and stream without any frustrating interruptions. So if you're ready to take your Wi-Fi game to the next level, head over to asus.click slash zenwifi underscore xd5 or check out the show notes of this episode. Trust me, with Asus Zen Wi-Fi xd5, you'll get the best Wi-Fi experience ever. Welcome back to another episode of Data Science at Home podcast. I'm uh, Francesco, podcasting from the regular office of uh, Amethyx Technologies based in Belgium. Today I want to speak about a uh, topic that is uh, extremely important, which is a combination of, uh, of course, data science and artificial intelligence as we know them today, uh, and the old good software engineering because the main uh, topic of the day is going to be quite critical in this respect, which means that uh, uh, I'm going to emphasize some of the trends that um, uh, you know, people operating in data science and artificial intelligence so far have been doing, which is, generally speaking, uh, ignoring, uh, if not violating, uh, many of the software engineering best practices and principles uh, that we know from old school engineering. And so definitely in recent years, the field of data science and artificial intelligence has experienced an an explosive growth. And we all know that with the corresponding surge in the development of data-driven products and services and the like. And while these advancements have transformed the landscape of business and technology, there is a growing concern uh, that indeed the fundamentals of software engineering uh, are uh, essentially being overlooked. And many people see data-driven products as being fundamentally different from, let's say, software products. Uh, This is true, partially, uh, in the sense that, um, you know, they require different set of skills and tools. Uh, Data products, however, are still uh, software at their core, and uh, they need to follow the best practices of software engineering in order to be successful. I've uh, mentioned this already in a, a couple of episodes in the past, and uh, I'm here to mention this again and again. One of the most concerning trends uh, in this field is the tendency to abandon uh, tried and true software engineering practices in favor of these newer, more data-centric approaches. And in this, we should uh, be mentioning agile development, for example, uh, that has become something, some kind of a buzzword in the world of data science and artificial intelligence. And uh, uh, many experts, myself included there, um, argue that it's not an ideal methodology for these types of products, in particular for data products. I've always hated (laughs) when, uh, uh, during the integration in uh, some of our clients' teams, uh, they have enforced agile methodologies over data products. And I've always played against that decision um, 
because I never believed that was indeed uh, something that would have worked for uh, data in general. So agile development is often seen as a, a quick and dirty approach to software development that wants to emphasize speed and flexibility over process and structure. And this may work, of course, for some types of software products, but not necessarily uh, is going to be the best approach for data products that require a careful planning and execution. In fact, some argue that agile development can even be counterproductive for data products, as it can lead to lack of clarity around project goals, poor communication between team members, and the lack of focus on uh, all the critical details. So what are the best practices of software engineering that we need to be paying more attention to in the world of data science and artificial intelligence? Well, the first one I uh, definitely mention is that we need to focus on the importance of proper project planning and requirements gathering. And this means taking the time to fully understand needs of the user, as well as the technical constraints and opportunities of the data project. Without this foundation, of course, it is impossible, even more impossible, to build a successful data product uh, that meets the needs of uh, both the user and the organization. Another key principle of software engineering that we need to emphasize is the importance of testing and quality assurance. In the world of data science and AI, this means putting in place rigorous testing protocols that ensure the accuracy and reliability of, the, uh, of all the data that is being used for that particular purpose. This is especially important in fields such as healthcare, you know, where inaccurate data could have serious consequences for patients, or autonomous vehicles, autonomous driving, uh, driving uh, for which, uh, again, inaccurate data uh, and uh, floppy uh, testing or quality assurance metrics would definitely uh, put into serious da danger the drivers. And we also need to pay close attention to issues of security and privacy when it comes to data products. We all know that as data becomes uh, more and more important and uh, unique for organizations, it's critical that we take steps to protect from uh, unauthorized access, misuse, abuse, sharing, and so on and so forth. And this means building secure systems, implementing proper access controls, and adhering to industry best practices around data privacy. And now, let me tell you something important. Cyber criminals are evolving. Their techniques and tactics are more advanced, intricate, and dangerous than ever before. Industries and governments around the world are fighting back unveiling new regulations meant to better protect data against this rising threat. Today, the world of cybersecurity compliance is a complex one, and understanding the requirements your organization must adhere to can be a daunting task. But not when the pack has your back. Arctic Wolf, the leader in security operations, is on a mission to end cyber risk by giving organizations the protection, information, and confidence they need to protect their people, technology, and data. Their new interactive compliance portal helps you discover the regulations in your region and industry and start the journey toward achieving and maintaining compliance. Visit arcticwolf.com slash data science to take your first step. That's arcticwolf.com slash data science. And uh, finally, another key value to focus on is the importance of communication and collaboration between team members. Data products are uh, 
more often than not complex projects and they require input from multiple stakeholders data scientists software engineers product managers and of course business analysts so by emphasizing the importance of open communication and collaboration we can ensure that everyone is working together towards the same goal and the, the final product is something that truly meets the needs of the user all these principles in fact uh, come from software engineering uh, way before data science and artificial intelligence became buzzwords. As the rush towards artificial intelligence continues to accelerate, many companies are racing to jump on the AI bandwagon in an effort to stay competitive. But it's becoming increasingly clear that simply having an AI strategy is not enough. Because the companies that will survive and thrive in this new landscape are the ones that not only grow organically on a topic that is unstable and experimental by design or by definition, but also apply core software in engineering principles to their workflows. So at the end, at the heart of this approach is the understanding that AI is not a magic bullet that can be applied to any problem and automatically solve it. Instead, AI is a tool that must be carefully integrated into existing workflows and processes in order to be effective. And this requires a deep understanding of software engineering principles, such as project planning, requirements gathering, testing, and collaboration. Companies that apply these principles to their AI workflows are able to avoid many of the pitfalls that plague less disciplined approaches. By carefully planning out their projects, they can ensure that they are solving the right problem uh, and that their AI models are meeting the needs of their users and the organization itself. Similarly, by implementing rigorous testing and quality assurance protocols, they can ensure the accuracy and reliability of their AI models. And so, in the end, it's clear that the rush towards artificial intelligence is not a sprint, it's a marathon. And in the rapidly evolving world of AI, it's easy to get caught up in uh, these super flashy claims of uh, revolutionary products that often fall short of expectations. We have seen this and we will keep seeing this. But the real key to long-term success lies in striking the perfect balance between innovation and disciplined software engineering. Companies that master this art are poised to make the greatest impact and reap the greatest rewards. By taking an organic approach to growth and staying true to the core principles of software engineering, these companies can create AI products and services that genuinely meet the needs of their user rather than simply hyping up the latest buzzwords. And you all know how much against we have been, <laughs> against buzzwords we have been in the past and uh, will always stay against hype and buzzwords. In short, while other companies may be chasing after the latest AI fads, those that focus on solid engineering principles and the user-centered approach are the ones that, in our opinion, will truly shine in the long run. So I want to give an example of uh, a traditional sector, which is the sector of construction. So imagine a construction company that has spent decades building bridges and skyscrapers, perfecting the techniques, the construction techniques, of course, and becoming masters of their craft. As technology advances and the world changes, let's say that they find themselves facing a new challenge. For example, building skyscrapers over bridges, or space elevators, or underwater cities, or any other sci-fi equivalent that you might think of. Such a new task 
is definitely innovative and exciting, but also fraught with risks and uncertainties, definitely more than the traditional things that such a company would be used to, to build. And so the company must apply the traditional construction principles to this new challenge, even though the context has changed. They must carefully consider the unique characteristics of the new project, such as the weight and stress distribution, the impact of wind and weather, and the materials and technologies needed to achieve the desired outcome. Despite the novelty of the task, the company cannot abandon their traditional construction principles. They must still adhere to the same standards of quality, safety, that they have always followed in the past. They must still plan their projects carefully, gather and analyze data, collaborate closely with other stakeholders to ensure a successful outcome. In this way, the construction company can leverage the existing expertise and experience to tackle the new challenge while also adapting to the changing landscape of the industry. So by combining the old and the new, they can build even more impressive structures that push the boundaries of what is possible. So my question is, why shall we not apply this same approach to the world of AI? You've been listening to Data Science at Home podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or Podbean to get new fresh episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or visit our website at datascienceathome.com.